Hello, everyone. I'm Jack Rosma, and I'm interacting today with a master gunnery sergeant of Marines, Christian Rosario. Great name. It fits. It's the first thing on top of the resume. What I'm doing with Master Gunny Rosario is having a discussion about creating a virtual resume. This is a topic that many veterans are unfamiliar with. And I believe in beginning with the end in mind. So I will say this to all veterans. When we create a document or a resume for employment, for meeting people, we want to ensure that by creating a virtual resume, we put our voice to the document. And the reason putting a voice to the document is so important is because now we have not only a written format, which will go out to our closest network of friends, but we also have a verbal document. And now we are using two forms of communication instead of one. So we have the written document, which will go to someone, would go to several people, wherever it goes. But we can double that exposure or even triple it when we create the verbal component of the exact same document. And thank you very much for being my test guinea pig on this extremely important presentation. Christian, I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Jack, for having me. Now, one of the things that I noticed on the uh, the first line, obviously, is your name. Do you prefer to be called Christian or Chris? I prefer to be called Christian. Thank you very much. I was calling you Chris. This is information that I would only obtain by actually speaking to Mr. Rosario. When I use the term Master Gunnery Sergeant, this is an E-9 in the Marine Corps. This indicates that the member or person has essentially achieved the highest enlisted rank in the Marine Corps, which signifies that the individual who I'm speaking with, in this case, Christian, has attained that rank, and that essentially could be the end of the resume. Because each and every person achieves a rank in the military, and the experience is demonstrated at that level. So if Christian C. Rosario simply put his phone number and email address and LinkedIn account on a piece of paper and simply stated Master Gunnery Sergeant in the Marine Corps, the only thing missing would be experience in what? Because in the Marine Corps, in the Navy, in the other services, the Marine Corps has MOS, which are Marine Occupational Specialties, which indicate in a specialized area of training. Computers, cooking, intelligence, war fighting, that's what a military occupational specialty means. And I mistakenly use the term Marine Occupational Specialty, but I corrected myself. So now I want to interact with Christian 
for Mr. Rosario uh, for the for the rest of this interactive presentation because I enjoy doing this. I like the phone number. I like the email address. I do not like the LinkedIn link that's provided. Can you tell me why, Christian? Oh, it, it, it's pretty busy, uh, but um, I, I took classes um, through our uh, transition uh, readiness uh, support um, courses, and um, it, it's a quick way for corporate America just to see the URL and uh, just click on it because um, it, it, it's virtual and it's quick and they can, you know, uh, click on that link there and see your picture and your headline. And, and that's you about much. it. Thank you very much. You just included a component. Uh, I would disagree slightly uh, for one reason. The reason I'm disagreeing with having three points of contact is because the way I see it, I would prefer to contact you by email or phone. But that you have just convinced me on why the LinkedIn profile is so important. So my argument essentially is evaporated because the goal of providing a one or two page resume is for contact with employers or anyone that's interested. Well, just to add to that, Jack, um, it, it assists that uh, recruiter slash headhunter um, for, for a quick synopsis. And um, they just click on that URL and you're easily passable uh, through their process on, um, you know, a, a discerning you from the mass amounts of people that are out there. And um, it eventually can land onto that hiring manager um, to, to quickly just see your, your, your face and your headline. And uh, they could scroll all the way down on uh, LinkedIn and see your education. And if they're impressed, um, you, you get that uh, the next step, which is that ultimately that interview. And that, that, that goes into a whole different class. Yes. Okay. And, and, I, and I agree with you. So like I said, my initial argument has subsequently evaporated. But in response to that, do you have this same resume document on LinkedIn? No, I don't. And, and the reason uh, behind that is um, whatever job listing or uh, company you decide to uh, uh, work for or, or try to apply at, you have to do your research in the background and gather uh, intelligence per se to tailor your master resume into uh, the job roles that they're they're looking to achieve, and you're you're nesting that against your master resume and tailoring it to make it easier for that uh, recruiter slash headhunter um, to send you to the hiring manager. Now, as we go through, we go to professional summary. Very good answer. It shows that you have done due diligence and have a method to the madness when it comes to properly disseminating the resume. And, and all of the points that you brought up are very valid and applicable to all transitioning personnel. And of course, uh, Christian is a Marine, but this content is very valuable uh, to anyone who is submitting a resume for employment consideration as well. So it's universal. And I do enjoy the personal interaction with you. 
Thank you, Jack. An accomplished manager with 30 years of experience and an undergraduate in liberal arts who builds mutual trust and cross-cultural ties with other, I would only question the meaning of this statement. It stays as is, but I would only say to you, if you could take this information, Christian, and say it the way you would say it, I would buy off on it. Okay. And the reason I'm bringing this to your attention is I want to see you in the resume. If I close my eyes, I should be able to see you. And and it's funny you're you're bringing this up because, um, you know, culturally in, in, in the Marine Corps, we, we tend to digress to a third person kind of content. Yes. And, and I appreciate you like bringing that up because um, probably on the counter side and the civilian uh, side of, of life, um, you, you, you're presenting yourself. So I, I, I see your point and I, I might have missed the mark and I'm humbled by it. But um, the, the way I me personally, um, if I was talking to you in person, um, I can say I have a lot of attributes about myself yes. and I exercise uh, discernment. And I, I'm adaptive to the environment and I could uh, pretty much lead anybody and any uh, class, any uh, gender, uh, race, creed uh, it, it, within the uh, population uh, to an ultimate goal. So really, you know, the bottom line, if I were to sum it up in one word, um, I have leadership and it's backed up by experience. I would Focus on those words for your professional summary. Because those same words that you just gave me are not mentioned in the professional summary. You have have the word an accomplished manager with experience. We can wordsmith, but so you have the 30 years of experience. But there is absolutely nothing that simply says the word leadership. I see your point. So now that we are talking about it verbally versus simply reading it, we have an interaction. And this is the most important thing about a virtual resume. And one of the things that we will do on Crowdcast, because this will be powerful, is essentially, I would like you to introduce Christian C. Rosario to Jack Boston. And we will use the resume as a tool to do that. Because I guarantee you, Christian, if you introduce yourself to me and we record it, just like we're doing here, this will provide a plethora or a multitude, a, a a plethora or a multitude of considerations. And what I do on resumes that I review, and this is for everyone worldwide, because now my mind is starting to click. I take each statement, each sentence, and I make it a question. 
Because this, if I took each sentence on your resume and made it a question, if you could answer that question, then the resume is is good because you would be able to address the components. Now, but Jack, I, I just have a question. I'm yeah, sorry, yes. to, sorry to interrupt. So oh, no, that's fine. The uh, the you just discussed uh, like three elements to you know the process and putting it in order is is, is where I'm getting a little uh, you know confused. So. Um, yes, the professional summary um, is on paper, and um, I, I see the paper as the, the, the mechanism that sparks interest, which in turn goes into the element of um, the term used uh, is uh, elevator speech or introduction. That's correct. That's, and, that's why we are having a discussion. I okay. like all of the content. I'm just challenging you, if, if I may by just bringing certain things uh, to your attention. It's, I mean, we have to have something and we can always uh, split tomatoes and tomatoes and, and go that route. And that's not my intent. My intent is to present an interaction as we're doing because you are the guinea pig. This is the first time we're doing this and it's so important because it will have value to anyone listening. Thank you. And, you know, from my perspective, as far as a strategist uh, kind of concept, um, the, the actual resume itself is intended to that hiring uh, official to spark interest. And then in turn, once it's socialized to uh, an actual interview or your video teleconference or on the phone, um, there, there's other elements that go into uh, that interaction. And, you know, um, I, I, we, we could talk forever and maybe that that's a segue for other classes like, you know, uh, speech, uh, you know, conversation, pitch and reflux and things of that manner. Um, sure. But um, I, I, I'm very interested. And I, you know, once again, thank you for allowing me to be that guinea pig. And, you know, I'm, I'm very humbled and I really want to get everything on point. Yes. Or at least have a discussion about it. And as we go through it, it will be easy. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the qualifications. Okay, okay, okay. I noticed a typo. You have resource manger here. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> but, but the reason I'm bringing up typos is not to embarrass you or to take this is for everyone. Please double check the resume for typos and things like that or have someone uh, look it over. Uh, one of the things that I am toying with as I speak with you because we don't know each other and we have texted on LinkedIn, but now we have the voice. It adds a whole new dynamic. I agree. So when you say human resource, uh, I know the word manger, like I said, for everyone typos, but why not take resource manager, human resources manager, and maybe incorporate the word manager instead of management, because you have risk management, maybe consider, there's no right or wrong way, but consider manager, because a manager normally indicates a title of someone who is doing management. 
but the manager is the one directing the management. Just a consideration. Yes. To, to add on that, Jack, um, this, this whole section here is intended for their bots uh, within that organization. Um, yes, uh, we, we use a lot of technology in corporate America. And, um, you know, the, the individual sitting there, um, you would think would read this, but um, they put it through a scanner and it pulls out these elements. And that's why they're separated by those, those uh, lines or dashes um, to, to make it easier for that bot to scan. So um, the reason between the manager as a verb and managed, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Managed as the verb and manager as the noun. Um, Correct. The, the, there are job roles out there that ask specifically be, to discern between the two. So you, um, the, the strategy here is to put those words at least once or twice within um, this section uh, for the bot to actually, when I say bot, it's, it's their scanner to allow uh, it to nest on their their, their systems to allow how much by percentage into the organization you're qualified. And I bring this up to you because, you know, with technology out there and everything, um, I, I could fill this whole page with just simple, you know, one word phrases in there on what I did or what I was doing or how I did it. Now, um, you're right. You, you want to save space and roll it up into a prepositioning statement, but you want the title in that prepositioning statement. So um, that that's where the questionability happens and the, the risk analysis um, that I, I normally have as a military mind um, starts to evolve. So um, I, I just bring this little sec segment there uh, to, to bring to light where um, we have to discern between a title and an action. Perfect. Perfect. I see I got this stuff open over here. I was reading a book earlier. I don't necessarily <laughs> want that on the presentation. I don't <laughs> want to hit close because I may lose the resume. I'm talking to the United States Marine Corps veteran, and I have a book called Russian Justice. Russian Justice. <laughs> you know, where's, where's the uh, common sense there? Another question that I have for you, Christian, is why the bracket and why not commas? Um, the, the bracket actually splits it up. And it's just that there, there's a lot of discussion out there on formatting. A lot of people use asterisks. They use the, uh, the right uh, bracket and the left bracket to, to drive it back. So um, it, it really is going to take background research to see what type of system they're utilizing in in that organization uh, as far as when you apply thank you very much t-guard high school high school we don't need high school twice you can just simply say diploma okay because the you. word high school is actually used three times three times and yeah this is no. something that i'm just recommending we can simply say t-guard high school and then underneath diploma because right, that would be understood. So that's just a personal recommendation uh, to you. And, and disclosure statement here, Jack. This is a rough uh, a word doc that um, it's, that's put together based off of 
just cutting and pasting into the format. Well, that's perfect. Uh, like I said, my my response is outstanding, outstanding resume, outstanding. Submit it as is. We're just having a discussion about it because if we were to actually provide a virtual resume, which we will be doing on Crowdcast, I'm going to try hitting close uh, just to see if it works. Okay. And if we lose everything, I'll bring it back up. Okay. Well, it doesn't seem to matter if I... Oh, there start. it is. So I learned something in the process. Let's nice. focus on you. So <laughs> I made a mistake. That's okay. We could discuss it. I don't see anything here except uh, to to bring up numbers, if that's uh, possible, if that's something you choose to do, and and you're right, and to to amplify that um, for 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 the session, uh, they they always use uh, you know the fact of using quantifiable results, and I I, I left it open because I you know I, I tailor my results to that role um, that I'm applying for. Now, one of the things I recommend, and I see this on a lot of resumes, is people will say, I gave a class to over 300 people, for example. Well, if we gave a class to over 300 people, let's make it 350 and call it a day. Let's use an actual number. Because if we're using a number and we preface that number with about or approximately Let's eliminate the words and just put a hard, fast number uh, into our content if we're using numbers. Good point. Just something to uh, just something to consider. Is there anything else? Okay, that is the actual job title, so I can't touch that. First maintenance battalion. Now, when I see the word battalion. I'm thinking in my mind, what, 500 people, 1,000 people altogether? Um, maybe more. And, and and that may be, you don't have to answer that question directly, Christian. I okay. understand that. But, okay. But what I'm saying is, because for maybe operational security reasons, but what we can say is if we're putting a number in, that that's what we would consider adding, provided guidance, provided these capabilities to an organization of a thousand people, 1,500 people, 500 people. I like that idea. Um, you're right. Um, you know, 94% of the population that's never served doesn't know the magnitude of our labels of units, that's you know, cool. what, what it belongs to. So that, that, that has led to another discussion, you know, like, you know, what do you use? You know, I mean, do you word uh, organization? Do you word division? Do you, you know what I mean? What What is that quantifiable uh, civilian sector type of dialogue? Yes, I agree. I agree. But it would be something to consider uh, if we were putting in numbers. Look, I'm a retired senior manager of Marines or, or I'm I'm a retired senior manager of Marines. I provided support to, to organizations with a thousand people assigned. 
good terminology, but um, some some of the past courses, um, the word retired in the civilian sector, um, they think of that old man in that golf court, uh, golf course uh, going around. So they they really amplified do not use retired um, because you um, are correct. I threw that out there to get your response. What word should I be using instead of retired? And I, I've used uh, the word uh, transitioning. Nope. Uh, I've used uh, several words. So, um, you know. Give me I, all the words you've been using. Just, uh, and, I, and I don't want to put you on the spot because now I got you. What, what word would I use instead of retired? Throw a few words at me. Um, yeah, you caught me off guard. That's a good one. Um, um, I, one terminology I think was utilized um, was skilled, you know, something that defines you. Um, I like that. That doesn't put you in a uh, process, more of a, um, you know, a title. Um, um, highly motivated. Once again, um, that doesn't transfer. I have the word that I would like you to use. Okay, Jack. Experience. Got it. How does that change? Skilled? Well, as a manager, do we have skills? Yes, but we're not necessarily a wrench term. But if we use the word experience, that shows the level that we've achieved within the organization, and it clearly addresses the capabilities that we have. So there you go. Oh, good term. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of synonyms that spin off of that. But let's focus on one and get prepared for the interview. Because if we focus on one word and you continually discuss experience, 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 bang, get a bigger hammer. (laughs) Hit me over the head with a bigger hammer. For me, I want to focus on the same word over and over and over again. Because if I communicate the message simply, will I get better results? Yes, I will. Yes, you will. Yeah, I agree. And of course, like I said, you see the L here, big L. I've got that. I saw the word manger again. Ah, yeah. But but that's just a typo. That doesn't detract from the content at all. And, um, you know, an, another nugget out there, um, you know, and this is for the class. If, if before you send out, make sure when you transfer a Word doc into a PDF, um, Please, please read it because, um, you know, you'll see all the the typos in there. Well, another reason it's so important to read it is because we want to make sure that that bot we were talking about earlier can do its job properly. Agreed. So since the first step is the bot, the bot check, if you will, then the typos will take on a greater significance because if a human is reading this, okay, manga is manager. But if a bot's reading it, it doesn't know the difference. Exactly. And one of the things, and I just noticed this, uh, 3D Marine Division. I know it's the third Marine Division. I know that. But if I'm a civilian reading this, I might say three-dimensional? Hmm, I wonder what that means. I wonder what a three-dimensional Marine division means. 
that might they, be a futuristic organization, but I, right. I see your point. But you're laughing too now because <laughs> yeah, these yeah. are things that, well, everybody knows this, but let's take a moment to actually take our acronyms and spell them out. And if we're capitalizing one document or one title, then we can do the same thing here. Uh, one of the things I'm thinking about right now is I see G4 and I'm familiar with what G4 is, but I'm really wondering if it's necessary. So, uh, because once again, would it, would it detract from the content if we didn't have numbers in here and things like that? I'm not sure. And, and that's the discussion, Jack, because like you have your S4s and your G4s. So, um, you know, from, from, from a perspective of where I'm at um, and trying to convey that, would it be advisable that you, you kind of give a description um, that, you know, working for a 07 general type, uh, you know, kind of capture that in, inside the actual content and leave it out of the title? I'm going to go with leave it out of the title, but address the level in the bullets. Got it. Because essentially you're saying the same thing twice. You're saying G4 here, and then you're saying senior subject matter expert uh, at the Marine Logistics Group. And then I get in my mind and I say, well, I use the word once, so I don't have to use it twice because I've already addressed the level of expertise that I have. And just Got some it. small typos that really don't have any, like I said, uh, in my opinion, that warrant an extensive rewrite. And that's the good thing. So we Got have it. this, we have all of this. And my purpose right now for everyone listening is not to do a critique on the resume where that critique will be uh, What's uh, where that critique will be taken uh, in the wrong light. I repeatedly am saying that any issues that I am addressing with Christian, I'm essentially addressing 100,000 people right now. Because these are the things that I see in resumes that are routine. I routinely see these things. If we're talking about a military-focused organization or a civilian-focused, but one of the things I do with the term resume that no one else does, I don't call them resumes. Do you know what I call them? What do you call them? <laughs> I call them resume. Got because it. if I call it a resume, I'm focused on me. And I believe the term resume is French for uh, a journal, a, a uh, basically a register of events. So that's where the term came from. I, and I dig the mantra there. Um, it, it essentially it's your brand that you're trying to convince to, uh, a, you know, a person or an organization on your value. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the the me attribute kind of hit, hits you home, and you know I appreciate that. Thank you. I would take the senior advisor to executives. And I would put it in the bullets. Okay. And and this is for everyone out there. Uh, if we have a job title, and the reason why, let me go back, is because of conformity. 
Got it. I'm having a job title and I have the organization where I perform the job title. So when I scroll down, I'm seeing the title essentially mentioned twice. See, I have the commodity manager, of course, that's fine. Yes. But then when I go here, I see senior advisor to executives, period. I don't need that. I can simply leave it. Uh, And as a matter of fact, I see a redundancy because I see third Marine division twice. I would simply call it motor transport chief. This is a perfect example. And I just noticed this myself by poking a little bit of fun at you for saying, wow, what's 3D here? Are we in a virtual environment? (laughs) We both got a good laugh about that, but it's the truth. Yeah, definitely. We may just simply want to spell it. These are, like I said, simple things. I'm glad we had a a point of humor there. Uh, Like, the word like is... Oh, uh, just to provide you the background on um, the 3D a- attribute, um, when I was at uh, uh, 3MF, um, all their documents uh, put that. They, they don't put RD, um, so it, it's, it's, it's more of a title thing over there. Yes. But, but, but you're right. You, you hit it right on the, the, the nail right on the head. It's like, you know, when people think of 3D, they're thinking 3D printers, 3D, you know, kind of dimensional things. Um, That's right. So, so yeah, uh, the, the key point is uh, communicating this from a military term to a civilian term. Yes. And we have motor transport uh, maintenance chief, correct. Senior subject matter expert, my bye, goes away. Okay. Uh, the period after battalion. And these are things, like I said, uh, that I'm recommending to all of our listeners and viewers, everyone that's uh, involved, because I will be posting this and I will be sending you a copy. I will be posting this on social media. Thank you. You're welcome. And I am also requesting that everyone listening and everyone watch forward this presentation to people who you know. And the reason why I believe this is because 90% of our listeners, 90% of our viewers do not have the organization that they are working for that can hire Christian directly for these skills. But each and every person listening and each and every person watching can hire Christian within their organization based on the manger experience. I'm poking fun now. Yes. Based <laughs> on the manager experience that Christian has. And that's the value of a veteran. Because when we use titles, we don't understand them. When we use acronyms, we don't understand them. But I would like to impress upon everyone listening and watching, we can agree on the word supervisor. We can agree on the word leader. We can agree on the word manager. So let's focus on these terms when we're 
putting our resume together. And this is outstanding. And of course, we can take this out. When we use the word chief in civilian terminology, essentially it's the leader. It's the leader within that section or within that group. Okay, good tidbit. What else do I want to comment on? And of course, this would go away because we already have the word chief. And actually, this is one of the few resumes that I've ever seen that explains it. What, hmm. Uh, okay, if I take this as a retired military, as I am, retired uh, Navy Chief Hospital Corpsman, I know what the word chief means, and I'm admonishing Christian for putting this information in. Uh, I'm saying, I know what a chief, what a maintenance chief is. I don't need it repeated. I take that back. I will take all of those terms if you put them in parentheses, Christian. Okay. Because once again, we are providing this resume to a civilian-based audience. So I would, <clears throat> okay, I'm making a recommendation here. So in the military, we're taught uniformity. I'm reversing my recommendation. I'm going to say senior subject matter expert, put it in, capitalize each word, put it in parentheses, but then go back through all of the jobs and use that same approach. Okay. Put, put the actual civilian equivalent meaning to that in parentheses. And of course, no period is needed. But that's actually a good point to discuss. Yes, it is. Got it. I don't like the word all. I don't like it. So if it's possible to take the word all and swap it out with another word, uh, that's fine. Because this seems to me more like an opinion in some ways, this particular versus. Yeah, see, I, I got a little bit too much time on my hands. This is just a discussion I'm essentially having uh, with myself. <laughs> I, I don't really understand what that statement means, the first one. But these are, it's more of an internal discussion. I'm just verbalizing it to you. Okay. Because I know you're listening. I don't see anything wrong with the content because it is content. Uh, so, I mean, we have to have something in those blocks. And I'm always big on using uh, the same word two or three times if I can avoid it. Uh, equipment. And like I said, this is just generic uh, recommendations. The word all sticks out. I don't like the word all. I would rather have a definition of what all means. And okay. and like I said, for your particular resume, Christian, uh, yes, I mean, they are personal recommendations because it is your resume. But, but I'm also using your resume as a template for all resumes, if you will. Okay, Some of the recommendations that I'm making. And I'm going to scroll down. Okay, typical headquarters, I believe, is one word. And like I said, this is for everyone. Just simple uh, recommendations. MT, once again, we know is motor transport. It's a military acronym, but it basically means uh, vehicle operations. And actually, 
now what I'm thinking of, this brings me into another area. Uh, even if we're using military titles, let's make sure we civilianize them as Christian and I have done by saying, let's actually put in what the civilian equivalent title would be. Or, wow, you're challenging me now. Yes. <laughs> no, you're challenging me now because the first, I've never seen a resume that has it actually listed that way. What I'm going to do is make a change again. Wow. Because I want to give the best advice that I can because thousands of people will be listening and watching. And, and you're right, because, um, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person to test other waters in relation to the waters I'm sitting in. Yes. And, um, you know, just to give me a perspective, and, and that is the frustrating uh, aspect of this transition, because you have your, your snake oil salesmen that require money for them to do your resume for the way they think is a, an advantage that puts an advantage over you from somebody else applying at the same job that's right so so when you amplify that by all the different waters you test you know you lose the focus and it gets frustrating i have an answer and this is my final answer i want the military title and i want the place and the times as you have because right now you have senior advisor to executives for example correct yes take it all out I've just made a final decision. Take it all out because you have it right here. So yes. as long as we have the civilian title explained as the first few words of the bullet, take it out. And that's my justification for taking it out. Okay. Now, Stick with um, the military you... title, civilianize the 3D for obvious reasons, as we discussed. And as this bullet explains it, we already have, I would put the civilian title as the first words of the bullet. Yes. And Jack, the, the strategy there is to put it in the title be, because um, they don't want to go into, because, you know, naturally humans will see that whole paragraph and they're like, wow, I got to spend time and read, you know? So, um, you know, I put it up there in the, uh, the bolded, uh, title to capture. So what, what is your perspective on that? Once again, my final answer, take the civilian title out of the title and use it as the first line of the bullet. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is because if we're scanning it even robotically, the terms will come up because when we're scanning the resume with a bot, the bot is looking at the content in general. The bot doesn't care if it's listed in the title. All the bot cares about is it's listed. And if it's listed, even as a bullet, if you will, the bot will still be able to read it. Thank you for that clarity, Jack. Appreciate it. That's just my recommendation because I'm saying we can't civilianize a military we can civilianize the job as far as what the job involves but i can't i can't civilianize the title i, I really can't i can't 
I can't civilianize the title of a military job, of the duty. In other words, I can't say first combat engineer battalion. Well, that's like uh, Joe's ice cream. You know, I, it's yes. the name of the unit is what it is. And the job title is what it is. But I can't address the terminology in the bullet. Got it. So that, that it, and the reason I'm saying that, let me justify my reason. I've never seen it before. So this is a good study because like, you know, uh, from a nutshell, um, this is the, our first interaction with each other, Yes, you know, and, um, and, and that's the impression that you want to kind of uh, invoke because that, I mean, when you're out there, you know, job seeking that that's exactly, uh, you know, cause you don't have, you know, a lot of recruiters don't have the time to have this type of discussion. They just want to move on. And if they lose interest, they just push you aside. That's right. And, but we never learn. We never know the reason why. So as a result of these experiences, we become bitter, we become disillusioned, we become frustrated. And the reason that you're frustrated, Christian, is because you're not receiving answers. You're not receiving the type of feedback that's needed from anyone. That's correct. It's a treadmill. Here you go. Here's this, 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 this. Uh, You actually sent me an email uh, from one of the contacts that you recommended to me on LinkedIn. And I read the email. You sent me three emails and I read them. And at the end of the day, after I got done just cursorily reading all of that gibberish, the only thing that meant anything to me on that content was the person's name. So I connected with that person on LinkedIn. Good. But the gibberish that was involved in the correspondence, uh, I simply said, how does this benefit Christian? And I couldn't see where any of it did. <laughs> so, and and, and it, it, it may seem from a nutshell, um, you know, a waste of your time because, you, you know, like as military folks, you know, our time needs impacts. And uh, when you when you don't get that impact, um, it can get frustrating. So you try again a different way. And then, you, you know, it, it, it's like a, a big boulder rolling down the hill. You just can't stop it once it starts rolling. Right. And right here, cursorily, what does this mean? Or at least spell it out. Do not change it. You can put down the meaning here as the bullet. But okay. remember... Uh, what this actually, uh, I would spell the acronym out. And if we're going to talk about a battalion, either use BN, but I would spell the term out. Just another recommendation. And of course, a small typo here as well. And it's funny, you just brought this up. Um, and this is a working doc. That that title is the wrong title for that bullet. <laughs> okay. Well, but, but once again, uh, this is just a very meaningful uh, discussion that we're having and it has value to anyone listening and watching it does it does uh, proper grammar of course capitalization yeah. do we capitalize or don't capitalize uh the accomplishments i'm going to hit you hard on the accomplishments okay yes and you know i i, I take this as body hardening <laughs> yes and here's the only reason why i'm doing it successfully get rid of it expertly get rid of it effectively get rid of it because the word itself has no meaning to anyone. Now, manage, 
a multi-million dollar account. Bam! That has impact. I'm all over you. I'm on board with it. But okay, when I use it. words like successfully, expertly, get rid of them. Anything with a Lee on it. If, if you go back through and you see a Lee on it, get rid of it. Got it. Or, or simply use the word expert. Uh, but you wouldn't say expert. But if you see Lee, 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 it's probably what? It, what do they call them? An adjective? Yes. I, it's an adjective. I wouldn't even use it. I wouldn't use any Lees. I wouldn't use any Lees in here. And that's actually a good thing that I just mentioned right here, ultimately. It, mean, it means nothing. So got if it. you got a bunch of leaves in a word, it means nothing. So that's about all I see on that page. And this is great. And this is page two. Okay, I see some leaves. Let's get rid of the leaves. Numbers. I like it. Uh, generals, leave it general because you have the word and here. I'm the commanding general of 1st Marine Division and 3rd Marine Division. So you don't well, need the generals because it. it could just be general. Because you have both of them. You have the commanding general of First Marine Division and the commanding general of Third Marine Division. So I'll take that. Uh, some of the capitalization I would suggest to you, I'm not sure of. I don't think this needs to be capitalized. Uh, just some grammar. Wow. <laughs> Skill and applause. What? <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, uh, but that's just uh, some things. Let's stay away from adjectives and simply uh, go with the facts. Got it. And I like the Lee, the Lee stuff. That's just something that. God, all right. And this, of course, is just uh, information. Uh, Post-interview, yes. uh, since my main focus here was on the resume, but this post-interview stuff is so conveniently located, uh, let's touch on the interview briefly. When we're going to interview with any organization, what is the most important thing that we talk about on an interview? Um, once a rapport is established, uh, what you can bring to the company. Uh, let me go ahead and... Well, I didn't really want to go here. I wanted to just keep it strictly to the resume, but I opened up the box, so. <laughs> Pandora's so, box. <laughs> so let me go ahead and uh, say to you is, hmm, wow. Take again. How can I say this the right way? Okay, uh, I could do it the hard way or I could do it the easy way. I'm going to do it the easy way. You're interviewing for your dream job. Let's take everything else off the table. This is the job you want. Introduce yourself to me right now. Okay. Remember, um, it's for the job you want. So introduce yourself to the job that you want. Are you, are you talking about like an elevator speech or 
introduce more. yourself. Once again, I'm interviewing you. And, and, okay. And we can, I want to stress you out a little bit, uh, but, but this is the job you want in your mind. This is the job you want. So that's all it really, it doesn't matter what the job is. It, it's the fact that you want the job. So, you know, I'm Mr. Jack, everything. I'm, I'm part of uh, Westpac Jack Industries and you want this job. Okay. Uh, good morning, Jack. Uh, thank you for meeting with me. Um, I appreciate your time um, that, that you're going to spend with me. Uh, I just wanted to provide um, this resume uh, for your review after this, this conversation. Thank you for, uh, once again, thank you for meeting me. Um, I feel like I have a lot of uh, skills and okay, uh, stop. contributions. Stop. Got it. Hi. I'm Christian Rosario. I'm a leader, I'm a manager, and I'm an organizer. My skills include supervision, management, and leadership. Supervision. I'm responsible, or I was responsible, for $50 million worth of material and responsible for the daily accomplishments for a thousand people. My responsibilities include training, scheduling deployments, assume, uh, assuring that all of the materiel or supplies and people, people and product under my supervision was constantly balanced to accomplish daily tasks. My name is Christian Rosario. Nice to meet you. Now, I struggled with this a little bit, but do you notice that the things I talked about were different than the things you talked about? Uh, yes, I, I see that. And I, I honed in more of being that humble individual, but I, 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 I feel the boldness based off, you know, that, that kind of uh, skit. And that, that brings me, you know, that invigorates my mind to, you know, kind of re-smith uh that that elevator speech per se well i would have done it even uh, and i'm sorry for interrupting you again uh the reason i bring this up is because i told you that you were essentially introducing yourself for the job that you want that was the only parameters i gave you but i had no parameters to create your your response to so shame on me. I okay. just made it easier for you because regardless of what I say to you, the way that you initially started would not be effective in that. So I didn't know your parameters. I'm assuming you would want a job with leadership, with management, with people and product. And, and, and that's right. I mean, that, that nests well. Um, it, I guess the confusing point is, you know, how do you strategize? Because when you're conveying to that dream job, that essentially you're, you're, you're telling that individual that you're meeting um, that you're better than he is. Not at all. Not at all. You're simply providing a unified message between the resume and essentially when you're interviewing, now you're providing the verbal component to the written document. That's all it is. Okay. So what I tell people, and I tell everyone this, make it all about them. 
I'm not your friend. Yep. I mean, in an interviewing situation. Yes. I'm not your friend. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, all of this, all of the platitudes and the thank you very much, it's not needed. Focus everything on the skills that you have and the skills that the job announcement is advertising. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm 30 years old. I'm from Costa Mesa, California. I like rollerblading. Nice to meet you. All that. None of that has any any value to keeping you focused. So what I'm saying is the resume has the target information. The verbal is the bullseye. Now, um, for military members, um, that I feel like there's an expectation of that because, you know, they, they read your resume, they see there's a lot of military background um, and they're kind of reluctant because they didn't serve. And um, there's a, a certain bias out there um, that I'm trying to, to kind of understand and, and be aware of uh, when, when you get to that point of the introduction, because um, if, if you don't fit that mold, you can lose the job. If you, but then if, why not, then why not address it with those people at the end of the interview? Okay. I mean, uh, but we have to be respectful of their time also there, Jack. So, but keep in mind if they, uh, well, here's a situation. Here's a situation that I could bring up. Hi, I'm Jack Bosma. Thank you very much. Uh, Christian Osario for uh, interviewing with us. We're really glad you're here. Uh, the resume is very impressive. Wow, what a wealth of experience. Do you have any questions for me? Silence. Yes. Do you have any questions for me? Why not have a question for them? Yes. At the conclusion oh, yes. of the yes, at the conclusion of the interview, may I ask you five questions? Have something to say. I, I agree, and I, yeah, I, I I I didn't know we hit the 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 you know the 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 skit back on. <laughs> I right. missed that that cue, but um, no, you're you're right, Jack. And um, prior analysis of that job is definitely the key point. Um, and I thank you for for driving that um, because you always have to have a question, and and usually you know here's my nugget of, of sharing. You know, see what their mission statement is for that company or their values. And you can expound on that as far as a question, and then you can link it to your dedication that you have spent in your organization in the military. That's right. Uh, what happened to the last person who held this position? Garbage. I don't care. I don't care. I would substitute that with, why do you enjoy working here, sir? And look at all of the eyes of the interviewers when you ask that question. Oh, that's a good question. I'm writing that down right now. Why do you enjoy working here? I mean, come on, man. We're just hanging out. I mean, let's just, you know, make it value added for us. Now I'm going to ask you a question that I love asking people uh, because no one ever, no one ever has been able to answer this question that I've asked people. They've never been able to uh, provide me with an answer. Let's see if you if you can. And, and, okay. and this is uh, very important. Uh, I used the Bosma Bang system to manage my people and product. Could you explain to me how you would improve Bosma Bang? How you would improve 
plasma bank. That is, is that the end of the question there, Jack? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I, I, I would improve it by establishing a little more rapport uh, with individuals to, to, to bring a relation um, to, to, fill, <laughs> to fill that gap. Um, you, you know, and, and this is just our interactions. You know, you know uh, here's my opportunity. Like, Jack is a, a very good um, invoker of, of uh, thought processing. Uh, you know, just a little background on, on Jack. Um, you know, we were just chatting on, uh, you know, LinkedIn and, you know, some of those uh, bold general statements from you. Um, I was like, who the heck is this guy? Exactly. And I, I had to do my research, did my reading. You know, you're, you're an effective uh, communicator. Um, I, I like to think I am because I was a recruiter. I did a little, you know, uh, tour of duty with the Marines as a recruiter. And I, I was very interested. So you, you really challenged me and you invoked it. And uh, some of the dialogue you and I have had uh, was very, it, it caused me to do the lot of research. I had to go That's back, right. but you, you caught right. me on my heels. That's right. <laughs> you now, definitely caught me on my heels. To, to go back and answer that question, because you were going on a long, a long convoluted response to that question. And I am going to assist you in helping you with any question that you receive during an interview that you cannot answer because this is the graveyard. If I don't care what answer you give to people on any, on any, any question, the danger zone are the questions that can't be answered. Agreed. So let's take away all of the stress of an interview. The stress of an interview is not knowing the answer to a question. You know it and I know it. So let's take away the stress. Okay, the stress is gone right now. And okay. you will actually enjoy interviews if you listen to me. And not only yourself, Christian, but everyone. Make the interview about them, about the organization. Let's discuss the skills we have based on the job announcement that are relevant to that organization. This isn't, we're not at a party. We're not at an event. We aren't at an event. The event is the interview. So let's get in to the interview. Let's focus on the skills that we have for that interview and the skills that are on our resume and in the job announcement. If we're ever faced with a question on an interview that we know the answer to, let's simply be honest and say this. I'm not familiar with Bosbank but I would research the corporate website. I would provide, I would offer, I'm sorry, let me start that all over again. Okay. I am not familiar with Bosbang. I've never used it in my life. Sounds like a great system. I would do due diligence on the corporate website and I would request the assistance of my peers once I'm hired for the position. Bam! Bam, yeah. Did you see how I just took soup and turned it into a steak? Steak. Yes, you did. Because what did I say at the end that was so critical? I look forward to obtaining information on the corporate website, receiving assistance from the members on my team once I'm hired for the position. 
Yep. So it shows team player uh, availability and the the actual proposed mission that you plan to achieve for them. Yeah, but so, what's the most important part of the statement? I want to work here. Yes. Once I'm selected for the position, why not tell the interviewer I want the job? Once I'm selected for the position. Well, you know, uh, Mr. Jack or Mr. Bosma, Jack, whatever you, whatever uh, we, we call each other. Uh, once I'm hired here, uh, what type of... See, people don't put that in their statement. Let, let me give an example. People will say something like, uh, what kind of training will I receive on the job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but they say that. Uh, but every one of your statements, why not pepper a few of them? Why not have five questions for that organization? And simply say to them, once I'm hired here, what do you expect me to accomplish in the first six months? Why not simply say, once I'm hired? Yes. Instead of saying, how soon do you plan to fill this position? Simply say, once I'm hired in this position, how many people will I be working for and with? Bam! Teamwork. Just simply it, take a military evaluation and create questions based on those blocks that are evaluated. And I, I like that, Jack, because it's like you, I, I had this big flash of Star Wars, you know, and I, I could be a nerd with that. But um, when um, it, it's kind of that Jedi mind trick where you, you, you told them what you're going to do and they end up doing it. That's right. Now, we <laughs> have been screen sharing we've been talking live for probably about an hour and 17 minutes i want to wrap up the live presentation uh, within about three minutes but we're going to continue to talk and the only reason i'm doing this is because i want to upload it on anchor i want to upload it on crowdcast i'm sorry not on crowdcast but on rumble and get engagement from our audience because i will send you the links thank you do you have any additional questions or uh, uh, things to discuss? Because like I said, I'll shut her down in about two minutes. Okay. I, yeah. I just wanted to, you know, provide to the audience that, um, you know, this, this can't, this is a very daunting event, especially when you poured everything, your life, your everything into uh, the military. And uh, for me, in my case uh, with, with 30 years service limitations, essentially, getting uh, told that your shelf life is exceeded. Uh, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of change. And um, even my brothers and sisters out there, um, I, I understand your frustrations. And there's a lot of resources out there that reach out to and, and help you through this bubble. And you know, I, I just don't want the 22 to think that this is the only that's the only way there you know, my passion is towards you. Uh, let, let's not do stupid things out there and let's transition correctly and, and look back at our, our, our time and our careers as uh, n- not something that defines you, but really defines you. And that, that perseverance and, and, and gall and, and loyalty that you provided to this nation, um, you can, you can invest that into yourself and, and get you where you need to be. So be humble uh, be respectful and be tenacious. Perfectly said. But the most important thing that all veterans can do is to reach out to Jack Bosma and to Christian Rosario. 
because each and every veteran will react to a face and a place far more than a book or a website. That face and a place component has to be addressed. And we're here to support you. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. And thank you, everybody.